I just wanted to, you notice I wanted to show Rick how quick he should get up here, like I do. <laughs> Tell him next Sunday he's slow. Max was faster. <laughs> of course, he'll never believe you, but, you know, whatever. We want to talk today about love and othering. As you know, Pastor Rick has talked to us about one anothering. We are one anothering right now together. We are one anothering when we help each other, when we pray for each other. So today, we are love anothering. We're going to base that, of course, on 1 Corinthians, and I thank Dave and Judy Gorell for reading that for us. We want to talk about agape love today. Agape love is the kind of love Christ had for us and the kind of love, when we're His, we have for each other. That it's a love that decides, a love that chooses to do. And so that's the kind of love we have for each other. Morning, balcony people. I forgot you. We always welcome our balcony people. We love them. Today, as we uh, talk about love, we want to talk about love at home and love at church. How we do it. How do we do it at both places? So I'm going to read the uh, verses that are up there for you. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love, of course, the prime example of love was done on the cross by our Lord Jesus Christ, who came agape love. He chose to come for you and for me, to die for you and for me, to be nailed to that cross, to suffer excruciating pain, separation from the Father, because he loved you with agape love. And he wants us to love each other with agape love. And that's what we want to talk about today. Now, we're going to read from 1 John uh, chapter 4, verses 7 to 12. And I would like you to read with me. So let us all read it together. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only Son into the world that we might live through him. This is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his Son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God has loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us, and his love is made complete in us. And this is the love we are to have, agape love. Ty was driving down the street, and he passed by his friend um, Quinn's house, he looked and he noticed smoke coming out a window. And so he stopped and he pounded on the door and no one came to the door. So he kicked and he kicked until the door opened and the smoke rolled out and the heat. So he dived down to the floor 
And he started crawling, and he thought, now where do I go first? So he crawled first to the baby's room, got the baby out of the crib, took her outside, gave her to a neighbor, went crawling back in to Quinn and Carol's room. He got into their room, again, the smoke is everywhere, and he's on the floor, and he takes a blanket, and he, and he pulls one on one side and one down the other. By then, the firemen and the paramedics are there and tell him, get out, get out, we'll take care of him. And so uh, Ty goes out. When he gets out, he discovers uh, the, the paramedics say, come here, let us take care of you. And he discovers he has burns on him, and he's having trouble breathing, and he hadn't realized that in all the the um, happenings that were going on. Quinn and Carol both died, but he had done what he could do. And after a while, uh, he ended up with permanent scars and some breathing damage. And a reporter asked him sometime later, why on earth would you do that? Why would you crawl into a fire for somebody? And he said, love, because I love them. And that's what love does. It acts. It chooses. It does. And so that's what we want to look at today. Love, how does it work at home? How does it work here at church? So I want to look at verse 4, which says, Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. By the way, have pity on the person doing the slides back there. I have notes here for when to turn slides, but that doesn't mean I'm doing what they're doing. So if it's off, it's, I'm off, not them, okay? Love is patient. That's what we want to look at first, patience. We are told to be patient. It is a directive. It is a command to us. Be patient. And it is a fruit of the Spirit. As we grow in Christ, the fruit of the Spirit becomes more and more evident in us patience. So, how does that work at home? Now, we're probably all thinking, <laughs> if you only knew. Well, anyway. Um, couples, how do you talk to each other? How does love talk to each other? I grew up in a home where my parents yelled all the time and screamed, and there was very little civil discourse. Is that what patience does? Is that what love does? Now, we need to learn, if that's who you are, you need to learn to talk to each other. We need to learn to talk. Just say, you know, honey, I didn't quite understand that, or, or your wife's going to say, that was a strange thing you did. <laughs> My wife says that lots of times anyway, bless her heart. Um, <laughs> but talk, you know. Don't be yelling at each other. That's not showing patience. That's not showing love. Don't. Are you a nitpicker? Are you one of those who say, ah, you didn't do that right. Why'd you do that way? Why'd you put it over there? Shouldn't it be over there? Nah. Patience says, maybe if you moved it over to the right two, three inches, that'd be better, you know, or things like that. At home, showing love and showing patience to each other is that way. You know, nitpickers forget that they're not perfect either. 
So don't be picking on each other all the time. And if you have children, now you're going to say, how do you know? If you have children, try talking to them instead of yelling at them. Now, I know, not from home, but from school, sometimes they can drive you nuts because they just do those things, you know, that get at you. Try talking to them. Um, I would advise young parents with little kids, try to begin talking, saying, now when they're babies, of course not, but when they're getting an age to understand, um, pick up your clothes and put them over there, uh, or do whatever it is. And, and if you have a consequence with it, let's say, uh, put your bike in the garage, or I'm not going to let you ride it tomorrow. And if they don't do it, then you don't let them ride it tomorrow. Love is teaching them responsibility. It's teaching them the things you're showing them in your own life. And if you're young, if you're a child, you know what? All this is for you, too. It's the way you treat your parents. You talk, and you love, and you show patience with each other. How about here in church? How quick are we to judge somebody? When I was young, and believe, I really was once. Some of you don't believe that, I know, but I was. I grew up in a little country church. We had about 30 people. And when I was 15, I was the head of the youth group and was on the church board. That's scary, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, there was a point where in the youth group, I ordered something through the mail and, um, I don't know, something happened to the check and the processing. And... They called the pastor and told him, and so he met with the church board, and as a group, they decided I had stolen the money from the church. Now, I didn't, by the way, and it was all figured out later, but don't be quick to judge. Don't just assume the worst about people, because you love people, and if they're brothers and your sisters in Christ, you love them. You choose to love them. So don't be quick to judge. Be patient. If you disagree with somebody on something that's a non-basic, uh, you know, be kind. Show love. Now, there are basics. You must accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and there are the basics of the faith that we do not bend on. But drinking coffee. <laughs> I just saw somebody drinking coffee. Drinking coffee. We have coffee out there, and people bring coffee in here. Do you know that really ticks some people off? Patience, come on. Kindness, love. Don't let those things bug you. Now, staff members and pastors. How are you with staff members and pastors? Be patient, be loving, show love. Have you ever been in charge of the music program of a church? Well, if you had been, you'd be patient with Mike. Yeah, you would. <laughs> because you would have had experience that would make you loving beyond patient. You ever direct the children's work in a church? Again, show love, okay, patience. I've done that job. Show patience, please. If you've run any kind of program in the church, 
you know that people need to show patience and love. You ever try to get volunteers? We've been working on the Wednesday night. I'm on that program, on that committee. Thank you to everybody that signed up. You've done a great job. I remember one time when I was doing the children's ministry, I called 27 people, and I got 27 no's to fill a position. Now, I might say I was a little discouraged that night. Yes, I did get it filled. But, you know, be patient, love, understanding. The other person's job may not be as easy as you think it is. Remember, patience is a fruit of the Spirit. Oh, one other thing I was going to throw in there. We have this nice young pastor, Rick, and his wife, Jamie, and they have three little kids. Be patient. You know what little kids do? They talk, they wiggle, they run, they be patient. We're not the whole church that's going to say, make those kids behave when your own kids are driving you nuts. <laughs> Love shows patience. Please show patience. Love shows patience. How about kindness? Kindness is another fruit of the Spirit. It's something that comes from the love we have, the love we choose to show, to do. It's kindness. Ephesians 4.32 says, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. So, we're back home. How considerate are you, are you of others at your home? Do you treat each other the way you want to be treated? Husbands, wives, kids. Do we do that? Does our kindness come across? It's part of our love for each other. How about kindness like picking up your clothes and putting them in the hamper instead of throwing them on the floor or on a chair or on the bed? That's kindness. That's showing love to your mom or your dad, whoever's doing the laundry. You know. How about helping around the house? How about helping with the vacuuming, the dusting, the laundry, all those things, you know? Sometimes I've heard people come home and say, good grief, I could write my name on the table. Well, go ahead, write it, and take a rag and wipe it off and dust, you know? <laughs> come on, people. That's kindness, you know? If it's dusty, dust it. You're not crippled. <laughs> I'm crippled, and I still dust, you know? Anyway. <laughs> Proverbs 15.1 says, a gentle answer turns away wrath. Kindness in the way we talk to each other. I said that before. I'd say it again. I think it needs that again. Here's the reason to yell. <clears throat> Two reasons I see for yelling. If someone is hard of hearing, <laughs> or if they're in danger, otherwise... Kindness talks. It has a soft answer. It doesn't say, ah, you're so stupid, why did you do that? It says, honey, I didn't quite understand that. Can we talk about it? You know. Again, I'd say my wife has to do that a lot, but I don't want to say that. So, uh, <laughs> Consider others before yourself. Another thing from the Bible. Remember, the whole world isn't about you. 
the whole world isn't about me. The whole world is as much about your spouse, your children. Don't overspend. You know, we all have so much money, some of more than others, but we live in a certain place, certain budget. Kindness doesn't come home and say, you won't believe I spent $250. I just couldn't help myself. I found the best shirts or pants or dresses, whatever, shorts, whatever. Kindness sticks in there, you know? That's part of loving each other. It's holding on to those things. Be at home when you can. If you say, guys or ladies, that I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go see Ben, and I'll be gone two hours. Well, three and a half hours later, you come in the door, and your wife says, where have you been? And you think, well, gee, I was only talking to Ben. Sorry, Ben, just picking on you because you're sitting right there. Uh, if you say you're going to be gone two hours, you know, if you're going to be longer, you have a telephone, call, or make sure you get home at the right time. That's being kind. That's showing love. Agape love does, and it shows by doing Now, some of you know from this list already that uh, you might have been dinged just a little bit. Uh, those are the things we need to pray about. All of us, we need to pray about those things. Now, in church, how do we show kindness in church? Well, we show it by consideration of others. We watch how we talk to each other. A while back, I was in a conversation, and somebody said something, and somebody snapped back at him. Oh, that's crazy. I wouldn't do that. You know what? You can say, oh, that's probably not what I do, but okay. That's kindness. It's how we do it. It's love choosing, love acting. Don't dis. Disagree agreeably. Disagree agreeably. If, if you're not, don't quite, you know, see the same way, it's okay. There's a whole bunch of us here. We don't all see you the same thing. It's how we say it. That's the one thing I say to young couples in premarital counseling. It's how you say it. Say it kindly. Say it gently. Here's a kindness in church that gets overlooked a lot of times. Don't ignore somebody who's grieving. Now, having been a pastor for four and a half centuries or something like that, uh, you see all kinds of things happen. If you have lost a spouse or a child or someone really close to you, don't ignore someone that's going through that. We have a tendency to be nervous and we turn and look the other way. Don't do that. Be kind. Show love to those people. Be kind to single people. We have a number of people who have never married. We have people who are single, through no their own choice, not their choice through divorce, whatever. Be kind. Show love to single people. Sit by them. Talk with them. Invite them out. Be friends with them. Pastor and staff. <laughs> I guess I've been on staff so long, I just keep bringing that up, don't I? Yes. Be kind to our pastor. Be kind to the whole staff. Uh, I've been around here a long time. 
on staff a long time, I could tell you stories. I'm not going to. I could. Be kind. Show love. Lots of love. Okay. I'll go on to something else. And since I've hit that one, I probably will again. Be understanding to others who are different from yourself. Not everybody walks in your path. Be understanding of people who are different from you. Show kindness. That's the love, agape love, that does things that shows kindness. Then we move on to envying and boasting and being proud. These are things we are not. We do not envy, we do not boast, we are not proud. If you have the patience and kindness we just talked about, this isn't going to be a problem, so much a problem because you have patience and kindness. Envy, you know, is that thing where, well, they have it. Why don't I? Envy is actually a sin, you know. It is wanting that thing. Man, did you see their new car? I want that. And so you go buy something like it, and the payments are $654 a month, and your budget says $317. No. Don't worry about somebody else's house or clothes or any of that stuff. It doesn't matter. We do not envy. We don't want what somebody else has because it doesn't matter. God has blessed each of us in this room, whether you make $25,000 a year or $225,000 a year. We are blessed. We don't envy. <clears throat> That's not showing love. That's the opposite of love. We don't boast either. Um, we don't talk about, ah, I am so good at my job. You wouldn't believe it. Everybody in the factory wishes they were like me or everybody in the office or whatever. Not every other preacher like me, but, you know, whatever. Um, so you go on lots of vacations. That's fine. Uh, if somebody asks about them, fine. Eh, we don't need to hear about all about that. We don't hear about your better vote or, or RSV or S, ugh, sorry, or RV or all those other things. Don't boast. You don't need to carry on to people. Church, well, how does that work? I'm in the church every time the door opens. That's not quite true. But uh, that's a way of boasting. You know, or I read my Bible. You wouldn't believe how much time I read my Bible or how much I give it to church or how much I pray. Or Yeah, all those things are things you should be doing because you belong to Jesus Christ and you're his child. But that's not what you carry on about. I'm not going to go up to, who I pick on now? I'm going to go up to Jeff and say, I prayed an hour and a half this morning. Did you? No. That's boasting. That's wrong. That's not what we do. While all those things are good things, they're not things we boast about because we love. And love does and does not. And love does not boast. Verse 5 says, Love does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Now, I'm going to put this out of order because I have a a little bugaboo on this one, so I'm, I'm up here. I can say what I want. Uh, keeps no records of wrong at home in church. 
None of us is an accountant who keeps a spreadsheet of somebody else's faults because we love somebody else. We love everybody here, and we love our neighbors, and we love others because we are Christ, and we are filled with agape love that does and does not, and it does not keep an account. Now, we all have plenty of faults of our own, so if you want to keep a list of it, keep your own list, okay? Write down your own faults. Um, there are things that bug you about other people. That's normal. Um, I usually wear a baggy hangout shirt. And I've noticed a few of the looks. Well, I'll tell you why. You know, when you can't stand up straight and you bend over all the time, you know what your shirt tail's doing all the time? Like this morning, it's pulling up. So... Don't keep a record of the things that you think are wrong in somebody else, like their baggy shirt or whatever. Um, don't keep a record of wrong of things said in haste. Now, sometimes married people, yeah, we all know that, we say things like, oh, gee, money, that was so dumb. Why did you do it that way? You could have, well, well, okay, it's out. Now, what do we do with it? If I say it to Kathy, the thing is, first of all, I should apologize. <laughs> Secondly, you don't hold on to those things and three years later say, oh, Max, do you remember what you said three years ago when you said it? No, we don't keep record of wrongs. We forgive. We let it go. The same thing with, uh, say, at home or, or church, being late. Some people are going to be late to their own funerals if they leave it up to them. <laughs> when my dad died, my sister was 15 minutes late to the funeral. My sister's one of those people who will be late to her own funeral unless somebody wheels her in on time. <laughs> um, don't be chronically late. That's, that's not showing kindness or love. Uh, if you're a chronically late person, work on it. Get over it. Get there on time. That's not being considerate of others. And if somebody's late a lot, in the, other, in the converse side of it, don't hold it against them all the time. Don't always say, oh, that Max Haynes, he couldn't get her on time if they set his pants on fire. You know, um, be kind, be forgiving. Don't keep record of the times you don't like the church music. Oh, here I go again. Sorry, Mike, I'm just on a roll today, you know. <laughs> Some of us have a little dinghy with the church music. And you know what? If you're going home and saying, this is the fifth Sunday in a row, those drums were too loud. Well, you know what? <laughs> I'll say, I say this kindly, yes. Get over it. <laughs> um, we don't keep record of wrongs, you know. Church music is not wrong. It's a style. It's a whatever. Just move on past all those things. We don't keep record of things. Don't keep record of wrongs of the time that your spouse didn't do just what you wanted them to do. Oh, my word. If we did that, we'd all be nuts. 
so we don't always do what the other one wants. Let it go. Love. The love that Christ gives us, agape love, lets it go. Doesn't keep a record of wrongs. 2 Corinthians 5, 17 to 19 says it this way. Therefore, if anyone is a new creature in Christ, the new creation has come. You see, we changed. Agape love came in. The old is gone, the new is here. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, making things right with each other. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. He doesn't keep a record of wrongs. We don't keep a record of wrongs. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. Not counting wrongs, but reconciling, forgiving, and making peace. That's what love does. Love and othering. Now, there are some couples here. <laughs> I'm getting touchy here again. That I know some of you have a problem with some of this stuff, because I know you. And you've been stuck in this place of keeping a record of wrongs, some of you, for a long time. And you know what? You need to let loose, and if you can't do it by yourself, you need to call, and you need to ask for Pastor Max or Pastor Rick, and we'll come and help you. There are even a couple couples, I just am dying to come to your house, and you haven't even asked me to, and, but <laughs> my wife won't let me. She said, no, no, you can't just go knock on somebody's door and say, could we talk? So anyway, if you need help on those things, ask for it. Come and talk, Okay. Don't be rude and don't be selfish. Selfish. Whoa. You want to know selfish? Have you ever watched the news lately and watched the politicians? Whoa. Talk about selfish. That is exactly who we are not. And love is not selfish. Love that Christ puts in us, agape love, does kindness, love, patience, all of those things. No selfishness. Don't be self-centered. You know, the world, as I said, isn't all about you. There are three plus billion people on earth. And here's Max. Is the world about Max? No, not nearly. It's not nearly about you either. So... Be careful on those things. Um, <clears throat> be courteous. How about being courteous to ushers and greeters? Everybody thinks, oh, well, of course everybody does that. Be courteous to ushers and greeters, okay? <laughs> Good enough. I won't go into the detail on that. Be courteous to the pastor and staff members. Whoa, third time. I must have a problem with that, huh? That's from being on it for a long time, you know? Be courteous how you talk to them. Uh, be courteous in your thought process. Love your staff. You don't know how hard they work. You don't know how all the stuff they hear. Same thing with the deacons who work along with the pastor. Be courteous. Be kind. Be understanding. Except people who are different than you are. Who's different from me in here? Everybody. 
and I'm different than you. So let's be courteous to each other. Let's be kind. Let's accept our differences. We're going to have them. Oh, here's one I have to tell myself. Don't be quick to criticize actions of the board and stuff. Love says, be kind, gentle. Well, here's my story. Or I failed on that one big time. When they decided, church, committee, whatever, to do the coffee corner over here, <coughs> I thought that was the stupidest thing I ever heard of. I thought, what on earth? And of course, um, being imperfect, I, I mouthed off a little bit too much about that. Then, of course, what comes next? Reconciliation, repentance. Yeah, I had to repent of that. Be kind, be slow to do those things. You know, not be understanding. That's love and othering. So let's try it. Let God do it in you and through you.